and welcome to RCR's In the Room with our new video interview series talking to entertainment professionals about their careers and what they've learned along the way to get in the room. I'm Stephanie Pichet, editor and publisher of RCR News Media. Today we're speaking with award-winning actor, eco-warrior, and amazing talent, Rochelle Carson-Begley. Thanks for joining us today, Rochelle. We appreciate it. We're, uh, let's dive in. Let, let, let's tell us a little bit about how you got the acting bug to start out with. <laughs> well, we have to go back to a very long time ago. I was four, okay? So um, <laughs> no one in my family was an artist. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. They did, you know, they were engineers, they were scientists, they were not artists. Hmm. And uh, I just knew at four years old, I'm like this, you know, I think I heard the Beatles playing, I want to hold your hand. And I said that, I don't know why I said I wanted to be an actress, I should have been a musician. But I, you know, but uh, I started uh, acting in like kindergarten, you know, it's huh? in school. I mean, right. it wasn't a lot of professional <laughs> acting in Georgia. And then I went to a performing arts school when I got older and I knew, uh, I had gone to finish my high school in England and I wanted to stay in England. I really, theater was what I wanted. Oh, yeah. um, and, uh, but, you know, being in England and being American, they were like, and I had a Southern accent at the time too. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, but I, <laughs> but then I ended quickly moved to New York City and went to acting school and, you know, stayed in New York for six years and did theater and then uh, came out to LA on a two week vacation because my boyfriend at the time was doing a national tour of a play which was going back to Broadway. It was the uh, Brighton Beach memoirs, the Biloxi Blues, Neil Simon trilogy. Oh, okay. So right. he went back to New York and I stayed, I wasn't planning on staying, but I just kept getting more interest here. I guess maybe my look is more film. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to do theater, but you know, also at that time, theater was sort of, not that it was dying out. You either had to sing, dance and act to do Broadway. Right. Straight theater was, you know, you had to go to regional, you had to go to the regionals. And so I just got more attention here and I stayed. Oh, okay. Awesome. And we're happy that you stayed. Um, Speaking of, I, the last I saw you was uh, last February, right after or right before the Oscars at a party um, before moving here to Albuquerque. And one of the things that we found here in Albuquerque, there's a lot of, you know, we have a lot of crew um, for production. We have a lot of background. We don't have a lot of above the line um, actors and, you know, producers and directors and that. And so- That's shocking. Yeah, I know. Well, what, what's, I don't know why they wouldn't be there. It, well, I think what's happened is they come here, they love it, um, or they crew up and come here. And some have moved here, but mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of that level of talent. So I know you've worked in, in Albuquerque or in New Mexico, um, and you have your representation here. Mm -hmm. Tell us about, you know, what are the things that you're doing to um audition and in covid times i mean because it's been crazy this past year crazy it's a, it's crazy and it's been a blessing the blessing is is that i can zoom and that's what's happening so i can meet people all over the country you know before covid we would um do um you know um, put it on tape and send it but Zoom has allowed us to interact and that is, and that's, you know, more casting people and more, I mean, my last, the movie I just shot in New Mexico, I, uh, 
unfortunately I got the time wrong and I was late because I was thinking LA time. But, uh, you know, I talked to the, I was talking directly to the director, uh, the two, there were actually two directors on this uh, directly, you know, in the room, which was great. Um, whereas before, you know, we would send our tapes off and you would see it and you wouldn't have any interaction. I've always cast more, me personally, I've always gotten more jobs when I'm able to interact. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a live human being, you know, who they can see that I'm, you know, maybe not insane. And, uh, you know, right. I just, it's, an, it's an advantage. So I think this Zoom thing that we're doing here is going, is here to stay on some level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what were you, and now what was the question? Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. So, so when um, you're, you know, being cast or do, how do you, do you hear about them in the trades that you're interested in? Does your representation talk to you and say, hey, I have something for you? Because I know you have a little circle of friends that you know, may be whispering about projects to you. Well, uh, mostly my husband. So whatever, <laughs> whatever script comes into our house, I'm like, give it to me, <laughs> let me see it. You know, if it, and uh, I try that way. Obviously, friends will tell me things. And I have to say 80% of the time I get I get jobs from people who already know me because mm -hmm. I've been around a little while, but, or, you know, someone refers me or something. However, having more people in, you know, representing me better. So that's right. when my husband was in Albuquerque shooting a, a Better Call Saul. He just happened to be working with this young lady and he, and he was talking about me, which is so rare. And, uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying to her something about, oh, my wife's an actress and, you know, and, she, and I've, I, I have representation in Georgia because I'm from Atlanta. So that's easy for me to do that, you know, go home and visit family and stay. And, but um, she said, oh, well, she should meet my agent. And then I was like, New Mexico, really? Weird. Okay. All right. And I knew they did Better Call Saul there. I didn't realize the, the amount of shooting that was happening in New Mexico. And so I met this lovely lady, Tina Presley, who, uh, who I love, who I just think's a doll. And, mm -hmm. you know, we just started doing it. She goes, I don't know, I'll try, you know, being in LA and, but it's not that far. It's a lot, it's a lot closer than Atlanta or New York. So. Right. Right. It's an hour and a half flight yeah. um, to LA. So yeah, that makes it, you know, just kind of like a shuttle. So you could, you know, come in and out yeah. and get back to normal and we can fly normally. <laughs> I know. But a lot of my friends are moving to have moved either to Santa Fe, mostly to Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, my friend, Pam Greer, you know, Pam, who Pam Greer Right. Is. Yes. Yeah, she just moved there. I don't know if I should oh. say that, but she did. <laughs> um, uh oh, stop so, her. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a lot of people live in Santa Fe. It's not like, you know, there's right. a lot of famous people in Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, people are moving there because it's a lovely place to live. It's beautiful. I, you know, it's clean. Uh, affordable. Affordable. Still affordable. I think probably that will probably be changing, but not, I hope not too soon. Yeah, any yeah. more affordable than Los Angeles. Oh, and, way more. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like night and day yeah. um, for yeah. affordability. But yeah. You know, opportunity is a little bit different because you have to just work a little harder um to be you know be in the place where people are referring work to you like you are you know i think yeah. that's one of the things that up and coming actors and you know in any market you know outside of let's say la or new york even in la or new york you need to do that networking you need to do the work well, that's, it comes from also, I don't, I mean, unless the material is really bad and I don't want to be in it, I usually say yes, even if it's a favor for a friend for free, 
because you just never know who you're going to meet and who that person is going to be or where that show is going to end up. You right. just never know. So I think work begets work. You know? Right. No, that's, that's a good, um, good point because I think a lot of times, in fact, I, I was talking to um, Kim Estes, who's an Emmy winner, mm -hmm. who said, you know, after getting the trophy, people hesitated asking him to help because they thought they couldn't afford him. And right. he's done a lot of, you know, I'll do it because I know you don't have money, but it's a good project and I want to participate. And I, you know, that's something um, I think that people have been afraid of asking, you know, okay, so they say no, it's not like they're going to cut your hands off. Yeah. And I doubt, I mean, usually if you get to the talent, they usually, if they bypass the agent, say they, you know, the agent <laughs> or so, if they don't want them, there's no money, there's no money. And right. it's, what's the incentive? Usually a good agent will say, no, no, you should do this. This is good material. You know, they'll look at the bigger picture. Right. Especially if it's good and, and, you know, look at where it can go. I mean, if the, it's a short film and it's going to go on a film or, you know, film festival circuit or these different things, you know, they've picked up shorts for, for features, you know, so it's absolutely um, good to hear that that is something that, you know, you and other actors are, you know, open to doing. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the eco side of you. I'm, I have, we haven't mentioned your husband by name, but <laughs> <laughs> because you stand on your own, um, especially um, as someone who, um, you know, leads the way in, in caring about our planet. Right. Um, so tell us about some of the things that you've done or you're doing. Um, well, you know, first we were just, you know, I just tagged along with him to environmental events. That's really the beginning of my environmental education. You know, although I was named after Rachel Carson, who we consider the mother of the environmental movement with mm. she wrote about DDT and she wrote, she, she wrote this great novel uh, called Silent Spring. And so my dad named me after her. It was ironic, but you know, I didn't really have much more of, in, and not that I wasn't interested. I just thought there were more pressing issues until I met Ed. I really got an education. And then we lived and then, you know, we eventually lived together. And I lived in this little small house in San Fernando Valley that he had retrofitted, you know, with solar panels and all that. I'm like, you know, this is nice, but it's not my idea of, you know, this is not luxury. <laughs> this is not, it's not, it was like, you know, I couldn't blow my, dry my hair at certain times or the electricity would go off because it was all solar and I'd have to go out to the garage and turn it back on. I mean, it was like, but it was funny. It was funny enough to where someone came to us and said, well, we really like to create a show about this. This is actually quite funny and entertaining and educational. So we did that, you know, for first for HGTV, like 12 years ago, right. um, you know, did it for two years. And then they were like, what, who, they are not really our brand. I don't know. <laughs> and then we um, did it again for discovery, which was planet green called planet green at the time. Mm -hmm. That folded, Planet Green went down the tubes because people just didn't get it. And I, I'm, I wish I can only imagine what the education would be or if people continued to be educated in the environmental situation that we, we find ourselves in today. I mean, we are rolling back a lot of the problems that happened in the last four years because we got out of the Paris Accord and all of these things that were, we really, people don't get it, but we really have the big issues. And, you know, if it's not hitting you, you don't think it's 
apply, you know, you don't think it's because it's warming like you today in New Mexico, it's 30 degrees. And that doesn't look like climate, you know, uh, global right. warming. Global warming is global climate change. We just had a major, you know, um, tornado in Alabama at a right. time of the year that there are no tornadoes. So this is what it means. You know, we have torrential rains in LA when, you know, we have these huge fires because the, it's never been hotter in, you know, mm -hmm hottest year uh, on record. So that's what we have to worry about. But anyway, cut to, uh, I did the series. I loved it. I loved infotainment. I love, I mean, the reality space has gotten, a, you know, it, you know, listen, right. <laughs> Kardashians made a lot of money. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, they did a lot of interesting things, I guess, for pop culture. Right. But I always said, if I had two more daughters in the, you know, in a, uh, maybe I could exploit them and be the green Kardashian. <laughs> I didn't have it, I only had one. So, but since we, we did, so we did another season that network went down and, you know, ever since then, I've really tried to, I've done two web shows about, um, but out of doing that show, uh, we realized we have to live in a bigger house. We had, you know, my daughter, you know, my daughter was a child. Now she's becoming a young adult. We had two bedroom, one bath, one and a half baths. You know, my husband even moved into the garage because it got too small. So I said, we need to all live under the same roof. So we embarked on building our, uh, this green LED, you know, this lead platinum home that we're in now in Studio City. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I did do a, a, a pod, I mean, um, not a podcast, but a, a web show about it, about the mm -hmm. taking down of the old house and the, right. the pre-building of this one. And right now I'm in, uh, and I've got a sizzle out there. It's, you know, Netflix and a bunch of other places <laughs> um, that is about the environment. It's about the environment and, and it happens to be about the environment in Hollywood and celebrities. And you know what? People love celebrities. I don't care what gets you in the tent, bring them right. on, but here's the message, you right. know, and showing the, you know, there's a lot of things we can do. We just can't wait for it to all like, you know, to where we can't, you know, breathe or every, every week there's a major fire or a major flood or something. So. Right. No, I, I that's, that's, um, definitely something we need to not only um, understand, but take action on. I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, look at and, and try to be green, but they don't really get into what are ways you can do and start at your home. Yeah, they don't really know. I mean, that's the thing, or that's too hard, or they think it's too hard or whatever. And so I've always been about infotainment. I think infotainment is a very powerful medium mm -hmm. if it's done right, you know, if it's mm -hmm. done uh, responsibly. And then you've got, if, at the end of the day, if you're on television or on computer or wherever, you got to be entertaining. It's got to have an entertainment element. Right, right. And, you know, who doesn't like to watch Ed ride a bicycle to generate en energy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Work. Work more. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, I loved um, watching that series. In fact, I'd been at your home before you guys, uh, redid it. And so, you know, even then you had a lot of innovative things at that house. Um, and then you, you know, in, in redoing your house, basically taking it down and putting it, you know, a new well, we, house actually up. Moved, we moved to a different area. It's close by. But oh, we, okay. We had another, there was another house here, but we tried to do a remodel on it and it was oh, okay. a good thing we didn't because when we opened it up, that's a whole nother education. I mean, they had hazmat suits on, they found lead. It was from the 40s. So they found lead, they found all these black mold, they found all these toxins. And it's really great thing that we didn't try to refurbish that because we might be sick today. 
Right. Right. You know? But also being able to recognize that. I mean, these are, I know that we are kind of consuming now for reality real estate shows that mm -hmm. those flipping shows and making, you know, your, and that's all really great, but I don't see a lot of the innovation in making it an eco-friendly home and may, you know, having it be, let you be sustainable and maybe even get off the electric grid and that type of thing. I'm yeah. disappointed at that, you know, loss. You know, it really is. I mean, I, I was just got some information back from HGTV, not to name names. And they were like, well, green's like taking your medicine. I'm thinking not the way we do it. I think it's quite funny, but, but it, it's not like you, you know, you, you, you pick your low hanging fruit, you do what you can. One thing about flipping houses is that if you're not addressing, um, if you have an old house, forties or you, you know, it's full of lead, it's full of all these things that you don't want to just seal it up and live with it. You really want to clean it up because we live in our houses 90, 80% of the day, maybe I hundred percent these days. Right. Um, and we're breathing we're, this air. We just, for instance, we just ordered, since I was here, I was like, you know, Ed, now that we're watching television 24 seven, we need new recliners, these for, for the TV room. So I ordered two recliners. I went on, I thought I did what, but I didn't go eco. I thought, well, I don't know. They make them. They're so expensive. And so I ordered them. Oh my God. I ordered them from Amazon. They were on Amazon. I was like, okay, all right. Well, they were cheap, but they were decorative. I got them. They came in a box. Well, let me tell you, you get what you pay for. We've had to put those things outside because they are so off-gassing. The, the smell right. is so toxic. My husband was uh, sleeping and he woke up with a headache. He said, oh my God, these things are killing me. Our furniture, we now think about this. But, you know, a lot of us are dealing with real, especially right now, you don't want anything to, mm -hmm. to, to, to lower your immune system. We want really robust immune systems. And right. we really never, one doesn't think about the, the, the toxins that we're exposed to on a daily basis, just from our home. Right, right. I have um, one website that I follow, um, Momovation, and she used to be a mom TV show back oh, whenever cool. we did that. She does, they do investigations on everything so she did a christmas tree investigation and um of course it came out right after i got my christmas fake christmas tree oh my. and she's like well it's it that brand is okay but you should let it air out for at least a week before you put it in your house i had no see this is why we learned it some this is amazing yeah oh yeah they um everything from different you know underwear that they're you know they're saying are good for women now you know and I mean, just amount anything, kids, vitamins, yeah. they do a deep dive on what yeah. that is and give you what's the best, like probiotics and all these different things what's that we're not looking at. I'm sorry. Mom, what? Uh, Momovation, M-A-M-A-V-A-T-I-O-N. Yeah, and she lives, she's in Southern California. Uh-huh. And, but this is, I mean, she is. She's, let's just say she's well known for being a big mouth about things that'll poison your family. And well, that's what it takes. Yeah. yeah. God and bless she, for doing the work because it's that it takes a lot of work. And so that's what I want to, us to be before it's too late. I have this beautiful 21 year old daughter who's living down the hall, you know, um, to be the people that have vetted and just to impart our information. I mean, it took five years to build this house and it almost 
I have to say, we did a lot of things wrong. <laughs> so all that is information. I did a lot of things right. And I can tell you what I did wrong and what I did right. But, you know, it was well worth it. And it's just, I want to, I want to, you know, have that as a, as a, a giving back, but also it's just, a, I wish I had had that information when I was building. Right, right. And that's a, you know, that's a type of thing. I think one, it's kind of funny when we moved into our, the house that we lived in LA, but just put in bamboo floors. And one of the things you said to me, those are kind of soft. I remember you telling me that, and I'm telling you the whole time, I'm like, damn, why didn't I know that before? I mean, just the simple things. And sometimes we think, oh, that sounds, you know, good without doing the extra research, without clicking that link to see how toxic something is. Well, bamboo was a good idea and some of it was hard, hard. <laughs> yeah, but it turned out that it was pretty, it wasn't as hard as, you know, as oak or whatever. And right. so you want to live in it and you endure, you don't want to replace it in five years. Right. Um, you know, it, yeah. But yeah, so live and learn. We did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I still hear the, still, still hear you saying that to me in my head. I'm like, yeah, no, no, it's not what you want to hear after <laughs> but, the Right. But that's, you know, that's all part of, you know, the learning about things. And then what you guys have done in your shows that were, you know, environmentally focused, were not only entertained with, you know, d different things that were happening in your house. I think one of the things I remember was the outside pizza oven thing at your old house. Yes. I mean, this the sun. Yeah. Right. I don't know why we don't have that anymore, but it would be funny to bring it back. It's somewhere <laughs> in the basement. Oh, I'm sure there's other things that you can find <laughs> that will be entertaining, but that's definitely a show that I'm going to tell HGTV that we need. Yeah. Um, and because the other ones are just, I don't want to say unrealistic, but the average person really should focus on what's healthy in my house. How can I get the unhealthy stuff out and yeah. make it pretty? I mean, we're all, I mean, it's not, it's not a hyperbole to say that we are all living with more chronic illness today, more mm -hmm. autoimmune issues, more, there is just more of that. That's not like I, it, people say, oh, well, there's more people on the planet. They're living longer. Nah, they're living longer, but they're living better. And I do believe we are, have been exposed to in the 20, 20th, 21st century, more toxins than they ever thought, you know, ever had before. And we are living the consequences of it, you know, right. with a rheumatoid arthritis or whatever autoimmune issue it is. But, but the, and, and that's, that's something that we can change. We can't change everything, but these kinds of things we have some power over. We feel, you know, it's very powerless to feel very powerless when I think, oh my God, the, the planet is warming and we have like one, we've already surpassed the number and oh, for God's sake, let me go back and watch television. And that is how I've even thought. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, no, we have the, the administration now who's dedicated and in, in talking about it we all can get informed. And you know what? I don't know about New Mexico, but there are a lot of electric cars happening around here. I'm very mm -hmm. pleased. Mm -hmm. well, I hate going to the gas station. I just hate it. Well, there's that. We don't pay the same amount uh, for gas yeah. here <laughs> than you do. But yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, definitely there's a lot of homes that have solar. In fact, you know, I can look out uh, yeah. where I live and I can see, you know, driving up my street, more and more people here are, you know, definitely um, looking at, at solar as an alternative, you know, method of 
powering their house, especially when you have to have air conditioning on yeah. for the summer because it's so hot. And there will be government incentives. That's what's going to happen. And there was, so, it, you know, I think it's just a matter of now we're just getting focused. We've had a few things to provide, to think about <laughs> like, like the few. last month's survival, but, right. you know, but we've had a lot of time to think. So, you know, yeah, for sure. So tell me um, on the, the uh, projects you've worked on recently in COVID, how has that been, um, you know, as far as preparing, being safe, you know, are you, you know, concerned on set or do you feel comfortable because they have good uh, policies in place? Well, for one thing, you know, you have to, I mean, before you ever get to the set, you're tested. Right. So um, uh, I had to, my first job I did in COVID, I flew to Reno and I was like, I thought I was like getting into a plutonium bath. It was like getting on that airplane. I was terrified, but I had tested. Everyone was masked. And, um, and they were, they seemed to be really on top of it, the airplane. Uh, and then, you know, Reno was a little uh, there, you know, it's Nevada, they're not California, Southern California. So they were a little more lax, but I, you know, was, so I was tested before. When I got to the set, I got tested again. Every day I was on the set, I was tested. So because of that, I felt more comfortable. Although I did, you know, I, they want you, they have people on the sets going, uh-uh, put your mask on. You know, so they monitor, there's a person that's hired or several people is hired right. to monitor that. So that was the first time. And then, you know, I got over it and then I flew. So I, I'd broken the ice and then I got that other job in New Mexico and they were really on top of it in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed. You know, we were tested. Uh, I tested like four, three times before I ever got to the set. Oh, wow. And that was for Land of Dreams? Yes, Land okay. of Dreams. And the other one was Dear Christmas, which was a lovely movie. And it was, I, as I was watching it, because I knew you were shooting that um, during COVID mm -hmm. to see not a lot of people, you know, so they were very creative in how the yeah. scenes were. So you didn't have that extra exposure. No, there were no, there were no big, and, and also with Land of Dreams, there were, you know, we had a, I was in the biggest scenes there were, and there was like six of us. So oh, there was wow. not, there were no extras there. Were, you know, it was all, it's all relationships. So mm -hmm. they, they probably are doing these stories that are about relationships versus, you know, action. Right. Or, right. Make it easier. So they can shoot it um, because of the cost of, you know, being COVID mm -hmm. safe. You know, it, it's the good and the bad, right? They're protecting yeah. you, but there's also limited, sure. you know, um, people on set, um, no background actors, you know, unless no. they're absolutely necessary in different scenes. So, yeah. And I did it, then I came back and I did a movie uh, that was about uh, COVID. So it was about um, a Zoom relationship. Oh, okay. It was actually quite very cute. And that one is, uh, I'm sure they're editing it right now, but they, okay. You know, but we, of course we're shooting sort of guerrilla style because it's right. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> low budget, but it was uh, it was really cute. And then I have another one lined up, but that one got pushed um, because of COVID. So that oh. was, unfortunately because we got another major lockdown here, uh -huh. and any smaller budgeted films they just can't afford it. Right. You know? Yeah. That is it's a big cost and yeah. yeah. Well, my husband was on a set, um, Young Sheldon. He was doing a, a part a couple months ago, maybe maybe a six weeks ago, and there was a, someone that he was working with had COVID, 
Oh yeah. He tested negative the day before the morning that they were supposed to work. He tested positive. They shut down the whole show. Ed got tested every single day. Every day he was tested. It was a miracle he didn't get it because they were really close in proximity. Oh boy. It was really scary, but you know, they handled it. You know, it was a, they, um, they, they were very responsible. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't, you definitely don't want to be known as the person who shut down the set. <laughs> oh, luckily it was one of the stars. So <laughs> just have to go back for Thanksgiving, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Yeah. Even though it can't happen to me. <laughs> yeah. It was there. And at that point there had been a real, like, do not travel. It's Thanksgiving. Do not mm -hmm. travel. No. You know, but it, yep. it it happens and yep and yeah. that's why people get yeah or people point out when you know someone yells on set that you know they're you're not following the instructions to no stay no safe. i think that's extremely important because mm -hmm. you are oh, going to yeah. cost us a lot of money right exactly yeah this and is the business of show right well yeah. not only that but you're not just getting the flu you don't know what it's going to do to you long term Right. And now, like a study out of the UK, they're saying, um, I, I want to say, I forget whatever the percentage is because I don't want to be incorrect, but yeah. a percentage of the people who have recovered have then within months died. Really? Yeah, they just were talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Wow. So well, I'm, I'm the next round to get vaccinated here. So I'm, and I've never been a big vaccine person. I'm like, you know, very healthy. I mean, just natural health and all that, but this is one vaccine I'm not going to not do. Right. And especially if they're going to, you know, you don't know what the travel requirements because they may, you know, you may have to have your COVID passport to get on a plane. Exactly. exactly. You know, so it's, it's very important, you know, that that we're responsible, you know, not just at work, but with our own community, you know, health-wise. Yeah. So do you have a few tips that you can share with our audience about, you know, some of the successes or some of the things that you've learned that have made it easier for you as an actor? Okay, here's what comes to mind first and foremost is never think this is your last opportunity. So. I remember coming to LA at 24, I think, and you know, and the and the business at the time because I was coming out of New York, and they were like, "Oh my God, if you were only 19, you're only 20, you're 24, you're too old." Well, forget that. There is no such thing as you're too old anymore. It's harder, no question. It's harder for women over 30, no question. Just don't take no for an answer. You you know, so there's no excuse really. If it's something you really really want, you will figure out a way. So having said that stay i always stay in class i'm always studying something i'm studying if, if maybe it's a zoom class how to work on zoom you know i'm studying i'm in an acting class now i'm in a musical theater class very weird to be in an acting class on zoom it is true but it works you can do it it's just why not musical theater i i just highly recommend being as diverse as possible if you don't sing so good, get better. If you don't dance so well, get better. If you can't ride a horse, try, you know, all the things that are going to make you a bigger commodity. Someone like, oh, I need a, you know, a five, nine blonde, older uh, actress who knows how to, you know, jump rope and uh, ride a horse. I have seen that <laughs> with wow. the show last year. Well, she didn't jump rope, but she was a 
horse trick person, but I, I mean, obviously I'm not going to be that, but I know how to ride a horse. Right. You know, uh, I don't get much call for Westerns. I don't know. Maybe there's something about this. Um, one day, you know, um, and, but, but also, you know, there's so many no's. I think creativity is the most important thing to just do. If, you know, like when it wasn't happening for me as an actress, I was creating a web show about the environment. Right. You know, there's something you, and now with the access to this thing called an iPhone, you can shoot anywhere. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know? So just stay creative and say yes say yes to projects. Oh, I don't want to do that. There's no money. Oh, it's a student film. Those student, those directors, writers, they go on to do lots of things. Right. So get in yourself. If your medium is film and television, you have to learn it on you. There's no real school for it. You just have to do it. You have to be in front of a camera. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, I know what at one point ed um your oscar winning husband oscar and emmy winning husband. well he never won his dad oh, won an oscar. dad oh he the oscar. sorry <laughs> he was also emmy winning he only he was nominated six times and he only won one recently right. for alternative media or something like that so but he's i mean here's this you know you look at his imdb and you see he did web series i mean yes. so uh, back, you know, yep. with when that mentality was, oh, I would never do commercials yep. or you don't do daytime. Those are all those are out the window, right? Out the window. And I have had I've had actors say to me, I, I mean, I actually said to someone the other day who's got a quite a resume, but he hasn't been working for a while. He's very handsome and he he play a great cowboy. And, you know, and he said, I said, well, you need to get to New Mexico. That's where they're shooting, you know, cowboy right. stuff. He goes, right. Oh, well, if I have to do that, I just want to quit. And I thought, well, you should quit. Right. Just quit because that's not the attitude you, you can have. I mean, you know, he's like, move on. There's someone else wants that, you know, wants that energy, you know, or that opportunity. I was like, that, that's, that is the beauty of what's going on right now. It is the harder part because what's happening is there's more people to pull from. So right. it is hard to get seen. Mm -hmm. um, and now with, you know, everything, Every second, third movie is British, British people playing American better than we play American. How is that possible? Wait a minute, there's something wrong with this. Right, right. Well, I, I have to say that, you know, your statement rings true. If you want it, you have to go after it. Um, when my grandfather um, was 16 and he saw a Wild West show and wanted to become a cowboy, he ran away. Well, not ran yeah. away. <laughs> he, he left new, you know, New England to come out to New Mexico and Arizona and was shooting uh, cowboy movies with Tom Mix. So it can be done. And yeah. it wasn't like he checked the internet or had an agent or, you know, <laughs> he just went to where he knew that he would find some, you know, his dream, if you will. But I mean, that's something that I think a lot of people um, use excuses for or let their own fear, not necessarily, you know, stop them. Yeah. You know? and, I, and I, yeah, I treat, I treat my acting now as a hobby. Mm -hmm. It's a hobby. You know, it's a great hobby. It keeps me uh, very involved in life, but it's a hobby and I do other things. And if I get to act great, I don't have to, luckily, you know, my living is dependent upon it, you know, um, but I think it's really important to diversify and find things that you do want to do so that you can support your art. Because if you don't have the headshots or the money for it to fix your, you know, to update your reel or whatever, 
it's not good. So you do, you, you need to find something that you can make money at and keep right. working. And have all the tools. Yeah. You, you know, you need those headshots, you need a reel, you need, you need to have something to show what you've done. Yeah. So if you haven't done that yet, then make something, right? Yeah. The thing is, there's a, there's a big stigma, stigma, certainly in LA, not so much in New York, because no one works in New York. It's hard. <laughs> you know, if you're an actor, you go, oh, where are you waitressing? You know, it's right. hard to work. But in LA, like, oh, you're an actor, but you're not working. You're not, there's a real stigma that it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm an actor. I just don't have it right now. And I'm, acting in class or I'm acting in this little theater down this I'm always working toward it so I think that getting over that what other people think is really important you uh -huh. know art listen I always go back to Van Gogh didn't sell a painting he didn't sell a painting so should we not does he is that not art that's amazing art it's, right. you know probably the highest paid art in the world mm -hmm. you have to do it right because your whole soul has to do it Exactly, exactly. And if even doing it means that you're just reading scripts to yourself on, you know, and recording yourself to watch it back or, you know, maybe getting someone to be, you know, your reading partner so they can yeah. help you. I mean, it's, there's not, there's, there's a way to find the way to get to what your dream is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, I've learned a lot during this time too. You know, I got pretty lazy for a while and didn't want to memorize scripts. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I found a way to put it on the computer, you know, and I'd work on it, but then it would be up there. So I didn't have to memorize it. And then one day it didn't work out. And I was, this was someone in New Mexico and I, I had worked on it, but I hadn't memorized it to the best of my ability. I mean, it was short notice and it was a lot of text and, and I had to work, I had to do a live audition with someone and I wasn't off book. And that was really embarrassing. So mm. like, I'm reevaluating doing, you know, I'm just, you know, so I, you know, you go, oh, oops, that didn't work out so well. So it'd be as prepared. My bottom line is be as prepared as possible because those opportunities don't come by that often. Mm -hmm. So, you know. No, I, I, um, I appreciate that because um, in looking at diff, you know, how different people approach it or, or seeing what people say, cause you know, I'm on social media a lot. Mm -hmm. It's disheartening whenever they let something little stop them. Yeah. And then you want to smack them and say, wait a minute, you're in control of that. They, that, that obstacle is, you can just leap over that in a second, you know, it's just all ego or what, you know, self-doubt or listening to people, you know. No one knows anything. None of us can predict what's the next it or anything. None of us know. So, you know, I just say, if this is what you want, you go for it. You do the best you can. You know, I, hey, listen, you might see me again in two months and I might've cut my hair off and I was black hair and now I'm not blonde anymore. And hey, I'll try that. Hey, that might be this, <laughs> you know, be, be flexible. <laughs> right. Try a wig first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well thank you so much for taking time and chatting with us today um it, it's really refreshing to you know speak to you and also you know i i do hope crossing fingers that you are able to get a show with netflix or whomever Me for please yeah um, that would be amazing. And I do see them doing more of that type of thing. Zac Efron has a, right. 
um, a series on where he's traveling to all the, and, and it's amazing. Here's a young man who didn't really understand how, you know, how fruit happens or, you know, plants <laughs> or any of these things, the, the, you know, the ecosystem around and how different people, you know, are living off the land and all these things. So he's discovered the beauty of our planet. You know, rather than just, you know, I don't want to say you ever ate fast food because, you know, that's Mm -hmm. not really him. But, you know, he learned a lot by going back to nature and having that. So I think, you know, that's definitely more of what we need. I think so. I think it's going to also just you think of this whole global spiritual element to it. It's a healing, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I just that's what interests me. You know, I mean, I love to just escape and watch something beautiful, you know, something on television is well-written. But then again, I love to watch something that I can actually learn from, especially in this time. Right. You know, I mean, I have a lot of hours and I watch a lot of television. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us are. So now if we can, you know, have a certain segment of that time be something that's yes. educational or yes. informational, yes, we'll all be better off. So yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. Yeah. Thank well, you. And I hope to you. see you here uh, shooting again soon. Me yeah. too. I hope so too. Thanks. I think it's been great. Oh, okay, Rochelle. Thank you so 